called to the booth. Week 13. Hey, Keith, we need to give you a remix or something? You used, nah, used like to have the, yeah. We, we riding this out. We riding this out. <laughs> we do got options, though. We had, like, hey, we had, like, I sent Paul, like, four beats that was dope as hell. We switch it up. We'll put a little. We got, we got options. You know what I'm saying? We got options. We'll, put it, we'll, we'll, like, we'll do the Christmas. Re we'll do the holiday remix for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's his. It is starting to feel like Christmas. Y'all, you got trees up and all that shit? Yes. No, nah, I ain't got no tree. Not yet. Not yet. I'm always on. No lights outside or none of that? Hey, man, I'm in an apartment, bro. What you, what you, what you, oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you want? Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. So, look. But the apartment got lights and all that shit up, right? Uh, not yet, not yet. It's it's oh, yeah, it, it gotta right, be well, coming. Right. I'm still debating if I should put a tree in my apartment. It just don't, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like I'm going home for Christmas, right. so it's the it's the spirit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You going home, so you ain't gonna be there. I mean, but you still want to be in the spirit, though. That's you true. That's true. One thing in the spirit. One thing for sure, the NFL was in the given mood today on Wednesday that we're taping this. Yeah, they were uh, gave, giving us a football game between. The Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, granted, the Ravens did not come fully strapped for the matchup, uh, did not have Lamar Jackson, lost Robert Griffin III, ended up and also lost potential points on that crucial play at the end of the first half where they tried to go for it instead of down, you know, down the ball or try to get a field goal out of it. Uh, felt like a crucial part of the game. Uh, overall, did you, I'm sure you got to watch some of the game at least, even though it was – Wednesday, middle of the day. What were your takeaways from that game? Man, <laughs> I needed I needed the Ravens defense to come out and ball today for my fantasy. That was my last chance. That was my only hope in these playoffs, man, was a Ravens defense. They got a pick, had a fumble recovery, man. They just gave up a couple, too many points, man, 17, a couple. They played good. I couldn't, they, they, ah. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. I'm a fantasy football player now. You know what I'm saying? And I needed that. I needed that. But, man, Ravens was down bad. No quarterback, man. And, and Steelers got the best secondary in the league. They treated them boys like they ain't had no quarterback. Threw for, they ain't have 100 yards passing, man. It didn't look like a, a, a very difficult game for Pittsburgh defense. Their offense ain't even play well, and they still handled them the whole game, man. So, Baltimore got to come on with it, man. Hey. What, four games left? Five games left? Oh, it's it's showing proof time. They in the hunt. Hey, they in the hunt right now. So they almost got to run this table, man, with, with Cleveland playing the way they playing and, and, you know what I'm saying, the Colts playing the way they playing. Some teams who going to make the playoffs. Raiders in the mix. So, hey, Baltimore got to come on yeah, with it now. Yeah, they got to start playing for real, for real. Uh, We're going to get to the DFS in our next segment. We're going to do some primetime previews. We got our A-plus matchups. And we have the no-fly zone. But before we get to the no-fly zone, since I since you had your little uh little soliloquy earlier there, so now now that you're on the other side, yeah. do you understand yeah. what we be going through on Sundays with our fantasy football teams? <laughs> you understand why hey. people get Twitter fingers now? Do you understand it a bit more? <laughs> hey, see, I won't never do no tweeting and no shit like that. But 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 I do be watching the games, right? I got my games running red zone, all that shit. Phone be open right on my fantasy team. Watching, <laughs> I'm keeping up with that shit. Hey, I'll be locked in, man. So I feel you. I feel you. it's fun. Yeah. See me, I ain't gonna tweet and be mad or nothing. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I had fun yeah. with it. Wait, wait, wait till you start putting down some racks and you really gonna. <laughs> yeah, see, I ain't, we ain't got no money. We ain't got no money or nothing in our league. So, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we need to do that. Yeah. It'll be more yeah, competitive. Yeah, once you start doing that, it's gonna get for real, for real. Uh, as, we me- yeah. as we mentioned, it's time to get to the no fly. <laughs> it's time to get to the no fly zone for this week. And there are some changes. So, we're gonna drop the bomb real quick. And then we'll go from bop, from the bottom five up. Washington football team stays at number five. The Rams, who were number one just last week, down to number four. New entry into the no-fly zone and a team that could be making a playoff push. The San Francisco 49ers at number three. The New Orleans Saints move up to number two from four and still number one, obviously after what they did today, uh, are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's, I want to touch on the Steelers one more time. Uh, yep. You're number one right now in your uh, no-fly zone, obviously number one in your power rankings. How much of an impact is this Bud Dupree torn ACL injury for them? It just came out after the game, and this feels like a symptom of them having to play on a Wednesday. It sucks, obviously. And any team getting this big of an injury this late in the season has to be uh, a hurt to the core. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, low-key... The pass rushes is a crucial part of that no-fly zone, man. So that definitely helped the back end. He one of their best pass rushers. Uh, eight sacks, I think, this year. I, I, to thus far, man. Eight sacks thus far. Balling, man. A bunch of pressures, man. He's he's their pressure guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely going to affect it, man. But man, they just they the Steelers. They got somebody who's going to step in. Somebody going to hop in and, and, and do their thing. So. They still got Watt on the other side. Still got TJ. So, man, they'll make it. But it's definitely a blow to him, man. You're definitely not as good of a defense without Bud Dupree. And what are you seeing from the San Francisco 49ers that has you putting them all the way in to the number three spot? Man, now, now, now the Niners, the Niners been a pretty good pass defense the entire football year, man. They ain't never been giving up a bunch of passing yards. So now, Sherm back. Last two games, you see they had Breeze. They was handling Breeze. Before Breeze went out the game, they was on him. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of pressure. They the ones who knocked them out the game. So, man, they getting a, they pass rush. It's, it's getting back to where it was. Guys getting healthy. Uh, Sherm back. And I watched that game, and their defense just looked – it looked back like San Francisco defense with Sherm in there. And they starting to they starting to add those turnovers with that passing defense. Number five passing defense now. They starting to, they starting to put them turnovers with it, them picks, man. Starting to come up with a man, three picks in their last two games. Sherm back on the board, man. So, I'm telling you, the Niners is coming, man. That defense, they got a great coordinator. You know what I'm saying? So, they coming. They coming, man. And uh, they, they got something to play for right now, too. They trying to make a playoff push. So, they going to come full speed. Now, part of my job here is also to monitor the commentary that you get when you put out these no-fly zones. And now that yeah. you've put out the San Francisco 49ers, a team that's come not out of the blue, but relatively out of the blue. They don't I, like it? No, it's not necessarily that. It's that throughout the entirety of the year, for yeah. one reason or another, you have yet to give the Miami Dolphins a spot in the top five. And you know <laughs> why? I'm going to tell you why. First of all, they passing defense. They give up too many yards. So they passing defense is like 17... Somewhere around there, you know what I'm saying? 15, 17. Their passing defense is down, right? They get picks. They got my dog Xavier Howard. I love Zay Howard. He get a bunch of picks, right? How many picks Byron Jones got? Paul. <laughs> we gonna look it up. Paul, look it up. How many? I already know how many he got. I want Paul to say it so y'all can know how many picks Byron Jones got. I'm still looking because he don't got none, right? Exactly. I'm still looking too. 
<laughs> Until Byron Jones get a pick, Dolphins ain't going on a no-fly zone, man. You got two corners make 15 mil a piece, man. Both of them got a ball. Y'all need to be top top 10 pass defense, man. Little stuff like that is why they're not on there. Mm. You know, some conspiracy theories. Oh, I check them out. I like them. <laughs> I like them. They thought They thought you might have had some beef with the Dolphins or something nah, like that. No, nah, so. nah, I love the Dolphins, man. I love the Dolphins. The Dolphins <laughs> traded for me, never made me pull up at all, send my checks to the crib. Man, I, I fuck with the Dolphins. Flow the coach, I fuck with them, man. I, I like the Dolphins, man. You know what I'm saying? Dolphins even <laughs> called me. Hey, Paul, what's the Dolphins GM name? Oh, hold on. That's, that's my dog. I, I I forget his name. Chris Greer. Say it again. Chris Greer. Chris Greer. Look, Chris Greer don't call me. Ask me about some safeties and stuff, man. Look, I'm. Come on now. I I I, I like the Dolphins. I got love for the Dolphins, man. You know what I'm saying? I done had a conversation with the GM about some other players, giving them some game on some young players who they should go get. You know what I'm saying? I done did that. I got love for the Dolphins. So there's no conspiracy theories on this side. No conspiracy theories. <laughs> they like 17th, 18th passing defense. Brian Jones got zero picks. Xavier Howard can't be the only one getting picks, man. They, they Look, I'm going to see how many picks they got. Telephone all the people. <laughs> I'm going to see where they at right now. Let me tell you. I know how to find it faster than Paul. <laughs> man, this is pressure. Produ- I wasn't ready G- for this. Look, G- I know how to find it. I know how to find Co-host Akeem. Faster than Paul. <laughs> Turnovers are top five. No, maybe not. Let's see. Let me check them out. They Snaps. are, they got 11. Team. They got 11 interceptions? Nine. Yeah, they're ninth. Tied, well, tied for seventh. Look, 11, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, Byron Jones had three. Now, Bon Jones had three interceptions. They'd be second. They'd be in no-fly zone. Okay. He don't got no picks, man. It's Bon Jones holding him back. Let's go, Byron. <laughs> Let's go, baby. And I say that because I know he cold. That's my dog. He cold. He's strapped. He done dropped some picks this year. Catch the, ball. Catch the ball, man. Let's go, Byron Jones. Let's go, baby. Get, get in the, the no-fly zone, baby. Come up with one this say, weekend. Say it again for the people in the back. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we got, we're trying to get to uh, the DFS segment. So we're going to try and go through these A-plus matchups real quick. But before we do that, Akeem, please tell them the rule. You got to follow. Okay, we already, follow. Know, we already know how this goes. DK Metcalf versus whoever is a mismatch. This week is James Bradbury. Daniel Jones doesn't look like he'll be playing for the Giants. So uh, the Giants will be, you know, in a bad position. Uh, and DK and the Seahawks could potentially blow them out. Uh, I don't even know what to say at this point. I don't even know if you know what to say at this point. James Bradbury is a, a, a good free agent signer for the Giants, but this is, at this point, it's just DK, right? He a good corner. Yeah, he a good corner, man. But Slay was a good corner. Uh, Gil was a good corner. Pat P was a good corner. Everybody good corners. But, hey, DK different, man. I'm telling you, young Megatron in the flesh. So, okay. man, DK, DK going to win that. He will get in the zone. Now, another person who cannot stop getting targets, doesn't matter what the defense is, is Devontae Adams. Now, difference here is getting Darius Slay. And I know you've had these moments in your career. Mm-hmm. After you get torched or not play well mm-hmm. on a primetime game, Darius Slay is lucky enough to have another opportunity against a big-time wide receiver in Devontae Adams. Yeah. Take us through a moment in your career where maybe you, you wanted that get-back and you had the opportunity to get it, and this is a get-back opportunity for Darius Slay. 
I had a bunch. I played twelve years, so I had a bunch of getbacks. A lot of a, a, a bunch of getbacks, man. So Steve Smith, when I was young, he he killed me out one game. I got to come back. I got to get back. You know what I'm saying? Julio, same man. So you know, I I, I grew up in that NFC South over there with Steve and Julio, man. So a bunch of getbacks. But I just want to say this real quick though, Harris. Go These guys who follow, man, got big nuts bro like that's like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost the same it's like that's like doing what nate robinson did but you're doing it in your own sport like man i'm i'm taking on the challenge of guarding the best dude man to man we on tv you can get flat out embarrassed you know what i'm saying but it it, it it take heart it take heart to do it because you'll be surprised i've been in the meeting room with guys they've been like are right, we gonna follow and they be like man hold on like they don't really want that smoke. You know what I'm saying? You got to really have heart to want that smoke, man. So kudos to all them boys who follow, whether they win or they lose. Man, shout out to them boys, because that shit hard. Okay, fair enough. I, I like that. A little peel, peel back the curtain a little bit. And also, we don't, we've seen how Jalen Ramsey has performed this year. Did well against DK Metcalf. It was somewhat mm -hmm. of a shadow matchup. Now he gets DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously, it's the NFC West matchup. How do you think this one plays out? It probably be like the same, man. They probably do, you know, he probably don't follow him the entire time, but he gonna line up on him. They gonna make sure in some man coverage situations and stuff like that, cause they got smaller corners too, you know what I'm saying? So they're not gonna have Darius or Hill on hop cause he a jump ball guy. So he probably gonna follow him, but man, I like Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey to be to be uh, successful, just like Gil was last week, man. You know what I'm saying? It's them, them bigger corners who can move and, and, and play the jump ball well, they play against Hop, they play him well, you know what I'm saying? Cause he a jump ball guy, deep fade, ball, jump ball guy. You can stop that, man, you can stop Hop. So man, I like Jalen Ramsey to win that matchup. Hop gonna be quiet in that game. Now, one of the things, and this is not necessarily an A-plus matchup, but one of the things that you know very well is Bill Belichick takes away what you do yeah. the best. The best thing coming out of that Chargers offense is targets to Keenan Allen. Uh, this it week, is. going against the Patriots, Mike Williams, you would think maybe he gets a shadow coverage from Stephon Gilmore, but that might not happen again because Bill Belichick operates differently. Predict how the coverage might be against uh, Justin Herbert in that Chargers offense. Well, they're either going, they're either going uh, send Gil to Keenan and, you know what I'm saying, just play regular, kind of lean that safety, let that safety help a little bit if Mike Williams go deep. Or they go on, you know what I'm saying, really, really had a second guy, Jackson, to be on Keenan, Gilmore be on Mike, and, and Gilmore pretty much be by himself on Mike, and that help going to be looking at Keenan. So I think he going to go to, I think he going to go to Keenan, man. Keenan getting the, the, the most targets, man. He lined up outside more, too. So... Keenan getting a bunch of targets, man. So I'm I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bill switch it up this time. He don't give them what they want. He sent Gil to Keenan. It's a lot of good matchups. I'm looking forward to watching this Sunday of football and Monday and Tuesday. However, they're gonna break it all down. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the guys that's very popular gonna be in DFS this week uh, because of the matchup that Keenan Allen might see is Austin Eckler. We're gonna talk a lot about DFS in our next segment. We'll be right back. This is Call to the Booth. Football is back. So you know what that means, man. We like to put on our favorite jersey, get some beer, get some chips, and lock in on Sundays. So don't forget to lock in with Manscaped, though, man, below the belt. We got to lock in and make sure we nice and neat below the belt so our wives and our girlfriends don't have nothing to say at night after the games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you spend all day on the couch watching the game, and then you try to 
get romantic and but you didn't do the part that you should have done before that you didn't treat your halftime correctly uh when you should have been taking care of yourself uh you alluded to it it's the manscape perfect package 3.0 and they got everything you need first of all you know Akeem, when we were younger we didn't have the technology that they have now uh where you could actually have the lawnmower 3.0 it's a skin safe technology it's waterproof it's cordless you could bring it in the shower get all the spots that you really need to get. Uh, they also have the crop preserver, which allows, which is a ball deodorant, so you can stop from the chafing, especially if you're not wearing appropriate boxers. Those wear good boxers. And then also you have the crop reviver as well. So you have the perfect package 3.0, all these things that you need to make sure that you're on top of your game when the games are over. Definitely, man. Manscaped.com got us covered, guys. Uh... I can remember, you know, just going into the shower and, and grabbing whatever razor, doing what I got to do, hopping out the shower, dumping baby powder down there. But, I mean, we don't have to go through that kind of stuff no more, guys. We got manscaped.com. Use the promo code NOFLYZONE. You get 20% off and you get free shipping. That's on anything you need. You get you a trimmer. You get you a little deodorant, man. I say you good to go with them two things right there, man. So, NOFLYZONE is the, is the promo code. 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com, man. They got us covered. Your balls will thank you. Yes, sir. We're back with World Call to the Booth. That's the key to leave. I'm Harrison Sanford. You come every week for this segment, or I know you come for more, but this is one of our favorite segments, DFS for week 13. Akiba will help you guys out with some picks later on. There's some picks that we discussed before we taped that we consider locks. So let me go through those first before we get into more discussion. At quarterback, I know he disappointed a lot of people last week, but the price is just too good on DraftKings. You gotta roll the dice. This is this is just how football is when you play DFS. Derek Carr, fifty-eight hundred against the Jets. You, you gotta hope that what happened last week in Atlanta was just an anomaly. Uh, Dalvin Cook at running back, as long as he's healthy, at ninety-five hundred against Jacksonville, you gotta play him. Not a lot of people excited about David Montgomery, but he did have a good showing against the Packers last week. Now he plays against one of the worst rush defenses in the league in the Detroit Lions. At 5,500, he's a steal, looking like an RB1 at that price. At wide receiver, we talked about in our episode from yesterday, Will Fuller's out. We also know that uh, Randall Cobb will be out for their game against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, Indianapolis Colts has been in the Keebs no-fly zone throughout the entirety of the year, in and out. But still, Kiki QT at $3,500, DraftKings did not adjust his price, seems too cheap. At tight end, we're going to lean on Derek Carr. That means we're going to have Darren Waller at 6100 And we're going to go back to the Raiders defense at 3400 Before we get to some... Not a Las Vegas. Yeah, before we get to that, that after, after talking... <laughs> <laughs> How confident do you... <laughs> How confident do you feel in Vegas? We got their quarterback, their tight end, their defense. Obviously, Devontae Booker, everybody knows. You play Devontae Booker if Josh Jacobs does not play on Sunday. It's a lock. You have to play him. But from if he does well, really, but if he does play, then you know, we're gonna stay with these picks. How do you feel about playing Vegas after a terrible, a terrible showing against the Atlanta Falcons last week? That's that's really why we got a lot of them a lot of them uh, Las Vegas guys in there, cause man, they got one of the best head coaches in the league. He gonna have them boys ready to play. They done came out. I know when you have a game like that, you play against somebody you supposed to beat, and you come out and you play like that, man. You 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 record them, watch those practices. The last 
the, the practices after that game, man. They had the best practices. You had the best practice that you could possibly have. You know what I'm saying? So I know they had a great week of practice. And on top of that, they playing the Jets, man. So what what better way to bounce back than playing the Jets? Who probably they trying to get they trying to get the number one pick anyway. So man, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's gonna be a good showing for them Vegas boys, man. Hopefully their defense can really, you know. And sometimes sometimes in DFS, if it makes sense, you have to do it, even yeah. though the recent tape does not encouraging, it just makes too much sense. You roll yeah. the dice and hope that it plays out the way that you think it should. Uh, all right, so now let's get into some wide receiver discussions here because we filled out quarterback, we filled out two running backs, we filled out uh, one wide receiver, one tight end, and a defense. So uh, at wide receiver, going back to the same matchup, the Vikings versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville's been a horrific secondary all year long. Now Kirk Cousins comes in there with Justin Jefferson, who's looking like one of the best wide receivers, probably the best rookie wide receiver in the league. And then you also have Adam Thielen coming back from COVID. So if we look at these prices real quick, uh, I believe Justin Jefferson is at 6900 Adam Thielen is at 7300 You right. save $400 going down to just going down to Justin Jefferson, but at the same time, Adam Thielen is the known uh, commodity, but at the same time, he's coming off of COVID. How would you play it? Right. Uh, I think I'd say the 400 man, and go with Jefferson. Uh, they both even even they both been getting in the zone. They both been getting yards, scoring touchdowns, man. Allen Thielen, he lead the league. You know what I'm saying? But if we could save some money here and, and still and still get us 85 yards in the tub. You know what I'm saying? I think I think that's the best way to go, man. So I'll go with Jefferson just because he's a little bit cheaper and he been in practice. He been in the flow, man. They might they might be trying to get him involved. He got in the zone last week, a couple times last week. So. You know, let's go with the hot hand. When it comes to DFS, you always have to think about who's injured, who's not playing, what's what units are just terrible. Now, the Texans secondary has not been good this year. Now right. it's going to be even in a worse predicament now with Bradley Roby suspended for the six games. So now you have a, now you have Philip Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts playing against them. Now mm -hmm. Philip Rivers doesn't necessarily always target his wide receivers. But there could be a good debate between Michael Pittman Jr., who's had a nice little run here over the last three, four weeks, and T.Y. Hilton, who finally, finally, right. finally got in the end zone last week. I know a lot of people drafted him and, and dropped him because he couldn't yeah. get a touchdown. Uh, I seen him. You, I, I seen him as a free agent in my in my rosters. And my and you're like Ty. You're like Ty Hilton. What the hell is Ty <laughs> doing here, man? Yeah. But man, look, Ty cheaper. Six hundred dollars. We'll save six hundred dollars by going with Ty. But if I ain't mistaken, man, Pittman had eleven targets last week. You know what I'm saying he might only caught two of them. Two of them hit, but Philip liked throwing him the ball. Nine targets. Nine targets. You know what I'm saying a bunch of targets, man. So Philip throw that guy the ball, man. Philip throw him the rock. Uh, uh, this uh, this Roby Houston secondary. They play a they play a bunch of man off man, and Roby they best cover guys not there, man. So. They're going to throw the ball around, and, and he liked Pittman. He liked, he liked to throw him crossing rocks, let him catch him run with the rock, man. So we're going to go Pittman, man. We're going to go Pittman, throw him in there. Okay, so that leaves us now with 4,400. Derek Carr, quarterback, Cook, Montgomery, Jefferson Pittman Jr., Kiki QT, Darren Waller. $4,400 left for your flex position. Uh, let's go, as Paul scrolls through, let's see what we have here. Paul, can you scroll? So you start from the top there at the flex. For forty four hundred, 
So let me read you guys some of the options that we have here. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Now we always talked about uh, the receiver that's opposite of Darius Slade when you're going against the Philadelphia Eagles. He might be an option. Frank Gore with uh, LaMichael P. Ryan, I believe, is out for the Jets, so he's the sole running back or at least the one that you trust against Vegas. Carryon Johnson, I don't think that's a play against the, against the Chicago Bears. Matt Breda, not too sure that's a play against the Cincinnati Bengals, even though that is interesting. Dallas Goddard at 4,300. T.Y. Hilton, as we referenced before. Hunter Renfro, if you want to double down even more on the Vegas Raiders oh, at Vegas. the Jets. <laughs> Dwayne <laughs> Henderson Jr., uh, Mike Gusecki, it looks like an option. Josh Reynolds could be interesting against that Arizona secondary as that other receiver that could be targeted. Uh, that's pretty much what we have here. Those are the interesting names, at least. What, what do you like? I think I like... I think I like Goddard, man. Let's go Goddard. Uh, he looked like he's uh, Wentz's favorite target. He's getting a bunch of targets, man. Catching them, getting in the zone. 75 in the tub last week or something like that. So, he definitely Wentz's favorite target right now, man. The, the wideout's not doing much for him, man. So, he going to his tight end. I think they got, uh, what's his name coming back? Zach Ertz has Ertz been activated. Like he back. The, he's been activated off the IR for this week. No, he's not right. confirmed to play just yet. Right. So but, even when you activate it off the IR, you 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 gonna come. Even if the first week you come back, you're not gonna be full speed. Goddard is the one who full speed. So he the one who been in the fire with Wentz. <clears throat> so man, he is favorite target right now. Man, he should have another 75 in the tub. And you've seen, and obviously you've watched the Eagles before. You're very familiar with. Even if Ertz is there, they play. They yeah. don't. Line a lot up, of two like tight ends, yeah. Bunch of two tight end formations, man. So he's going to play regardless. And, and Wentz, at the situation he's in right now, man, he's going to go with what's comfortable, man. And Goddard is comfortable for him. Green Bay play a bunch of men, so, man, he'll have a good matchup with somebody inside. Between that offensive line and Greg Ward and Travis Fulgham and Alshon Jeffrey, it's not looking, not looking good for the Eagles right, right. now. Um, so, yeah, Ertz and Goddard might be the most potent parts of their offense because the offensive line can help yeah. out Miles Sanders at the running back position. Uh, okay, Akeem, I think we got what we need for week 13. Last week was good. Maybe this one's even better. Can you run it down one more time, please? And we saved 100. Right, let's go Derek Carr playing the Jets. Let's speak for itself. Dalvin Cook, he uh, playing a bad defense. When you got guys like that, man, you got big-time guys, man, playing bad defense. And they the high price guys. You gotta you gotta roll them out, man. Let's go. Uh Montgomery versus Detroit. Terrible running defense, man. We're gonna go Jefferson. We're gonna ride with Jefferson. Hopefully he get the targets this week. Uh Pittman. That's that's uh uh Phillip, damn near his favorite target, man. He give him all the targets. Cutie in with no fuller. And uh Waller in. He playing the Jets. Goddard in as Wentz's favorite target. And we're going with that Las Vegas Raiders defense because they playing the Jets. Hey, listen, man. If the Vegas Raiders want to make the playoffs, you need to beat the Jets. If the you Vegas Raiders want to make us happy, they need to beat the Jets and play well. And particularly Derek Carr. <laughs> it just has to happen. It just has to oh, happen. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, good luck in your week 13 of DFS. We'll be right back with our primetime previews. It's called to the booth. Just keep the lead. Madison Sanford. We'll be right back. This is Jared Goff, and you're listening to Call to the Booth. Back with more Call to the Booth. That's Akeem Tlaib. I'm Harrison Sanford. Last segment of the week, we do primetime previews, and uh, it really kind of vest us up this week because Denver versus the Chiefs, we thought it would be plus 7 for Denver. Turns out it's plus 14. Um, we? They look at... 
Oh yeah, sorry, not we. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our producer Paul kind of knew better than uh, Akib and I did. Uh, Akib, let's talk about this matchup real quick. It's a 51 over under. Again, the Broncos, they know Drew Locke is playing, but they're still getting plus 14. Are, are you tempted? Are, are you tempted to go with your old guys? Man, Vegas knows something. Hey, Vegas don't make spreads like that unless they know something. They looking at the past history or something. I'm riding with the Chiefs, man. They gonna cover it. The Chiefs, look. Look. The Chiefs, the Broncos probably haven't beat the Chiefs since, like, the year we won the chip. Look at that, Paul. When the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs? I'm gonna say the last time they beat them is the year we went to KC, 2015. I had a pick before the half. Roby had this, the fumble recovery at the end to, to, for the win. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say that's the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs. So that's okay. They that's did not, ball. So they did not beat them last year. Mm-mm. That's they, probably that's probably half of the story to this 14. And then when, when the Broncos go to KC, it get ugly. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and if it do that every year, every year, you know, what's going to be the difference this year when Pat Mahomes is on his best shit? <laughs> Now you don't. Do you think last week's game for the Broncos maybe galvanized them going out there with no quarterback? Maybe I know no. they're not playing for a playoff <laughs> playoff spot, but maybe that kind of you know what I mean. Like this, this nah. could this be their Super Bowl? That made it worse. You go out. We don't got no quarterbacks this week. We lose thirty-one-three. We don't have no chance to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I've been in that situation before. I've been in them locker rooms before. It ain't no, all right, guys, we're playing the Chiefs. Man, the guys don't give a fuck. They don't care. <laughs> September 17th, 2015, Akeem Sleep had an interception. Look, That's the last time. Yep. Roby, Roby got a fumble recovery, won that yep. game. That's the last time we beat them, boys. I'm telling you. Hey, I'm riding with the Chiefs. Minus 14. It's going to be a, a 38 to 10 type of game. So it might go Ooh. under. I don't know what the Broncos going to do out there, man. Don't let it be snowing and be a little cold out there. I, I think it's in them twenties right now in Kansas City. Look, <laughs> it's now, in them twenties. <laughs> hey, I'm riding with the Chiefs. I'm riding with the Chiefs and the over. Chiefs and the over on uh in that game. That that is a, a Pro Bowler's memory that you just showed off right there. Now this is going to be one of my favorite matchups uh, of the week. Monday Night Football: The Buffalo Bills at the 49ers. Buffalo Bills could very well play themselves into that number two seed. Is very much in play, and they're going against the San Francisco 49ers, who have a really good chance of sneaking in to those playoffs, uh, maybe as a seven seed in the NFC. So. Uh, Buffalo is minus one. The over-under is 48. We know how Buffalo plays. High passing attack. You just put the 49ers you know, in your no-fly zone. And home, on top of home, that, we know how the Buffalo underdogs. Bills do. Right. Then they wanted them, them home. Them home underdogs. Hey. So, I, so what are you doing? 48 is, by the way, 48 is the over-under. 48 over-under. So first, let's start with that, man. We're going 48. We're going under. We're definitely going under. Niners D here. You know what I'm saying? They playing some ball. And, and, and Buffalo, they got some D too. They playing some ball. And I'm going to go, hmm, got a West Coast trip. I always bet again. I don't like West Coast trips. And I love home underdogs. You know what I'm saying? So everything's saying pick the Niners. <laughs> but I'm going to pick the Bills. <laughs> 
but I'm gonna ride with the Bills. Bills minus one, just cause they plan for something too, man. They got an op that they ain't had in a long time, man. They got the opportunity to dominate and win this AFC AFC East, and they ain't had this in a long time, man. So I, I feel I like them to go to go to the Bay locked in. I like them to uh win by by more than one point, man. So I'm going with the I'm going with the under, and I'm riding with Buffalo. And you know, the Bills fans have to be ecstatic about where they are right now in the AFC East. They have to be ecstatic about having a good quarterback like Josh Allen. Have to be ecstatic about Hell getting yeah. back in the prime time uh, showing window now. Hell um, yeah. And usually, a lot of when you comes to ranking fan bases, for whatever reason, I, I know there's a multitude of reasons. The Buffalo Bills always seem to be in that top five of best fan bases. Before we let you go, and next week we're gonna have to talk about the young wide receivers. Uh, that are in the league right now. I know we, we have a good discussion about that coming up. But before we let you go, what is the best fan base in the NFL? And you cannot, you cannot pick a team that you played for because I know mm. you might, you can't, I know you might have to show bias. Can't I'm be saying. a team that you played for. The them Broncos, them, them Broncos and them Patriots, though. Can't do it. Hey, can't, woo, won't be able tough. to do it. <laughs> won't be hey, able but- to do it. Fan base that go hard. You know, give me the top, give me your top two, number two to number one. Pittsburgh. That's a tough place to play, man. Pittsburgh should be rocking when it's rocking. You play on a Monday night or something, and they going like if they play it on Monday night, right now, 10 and 0. Oh man, that thing would be going crazy, man. So Pittsburgh for sure. And Buffalo, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm say Buffalo tough too, man. Buffalo get it's real. It get real. It's it's a it's a tough place to play. It's a tough place to win, man. That's a tough environment right there. So, them two, them two, Pittsburgh. You would expect Buffalo. Some people may not expect, man. I I, I ride with them two right there. All right. Yeah, so I, since, I, since we're talking about fans, I gotta ask and keep something. If this will change his mind. So the game is in Arizona. I got one more to add to them too. I gotta give you one more. But go ahead, Paul. So the the Bills Niners game is in Arizona because oh, the yes. Niners had to leave where the Bills just suffered that awful hail mary loss. Two weeks mm. ago, does that change your mind? No, nah, that don't change my mind. That make it even better, though. You know what I'm saying? It's revenge. Make it even better. Yeah, it's 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 not even really revenge. Just right. you know, it's it's y'all really not at home. They really not at home. So they they are home underdog. But y'all really y'all got to fly too. Y'all got to pack up and travel too. So both teams got to travel. I really like that. Well, real quick before you go to that, you I know you wanted to mention one more fan yeah. base. The fact base. that the the fact that the 49ers are not playing at home now, playing in Arizona, does that change your mind on their ability to sneak into that playoffs? Nah, nah, nah. I think I think they got enough division games where they playoff run gonna be, it's gonna be determined on a division games. You know what I'm saying? It's them Rams. I mean, they already they already saw the Rams, the Cardinals and them Seahawks. Them gonna be, I think they play the Cardinals twice. If I ain't mistaken. Yeah, they're, they gonna, might, they're gonna play yeah. the Cardinals and the Seahawks before they get out of there. Yeah, so I mean, them, them games is gonna determine, uh, them games is going to determine if they get in them playoffs or not, man. They got to handle their business in that division. So I ain't saying this game don't matter, but man, one of them teams, other Cardinals or somebody, they might lose a non-division game too. So it's really going to come down to the division games, man. If, if the Niners want to get in, they got to look at the Cardinals. They got to look at Seattle. They already looked at the Rams. They 2-0. and I bet. Uh, so name that last fan base and we get out of that here. That last fan base, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, man. You can't forget about that dome, man. That dome really get to rocking. So uh, Buffalo, uh, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, man. Them three great fan bases, man. Shout out to y'all boys, man. I love playing in y'all city.
Yeah, no. Hey, the, the Saints, the Saints are when you go whenever you go to New Orleans, the Saints it's Saints gear yeah, everywhere. It is. Yeah, it and is. whenever you go to whenever you go to Pittsburgh, it's terrible towels everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ain't never been to Buffalo. I don't know if I'll ever go, but pop <laughs> <laughs> into the other two. Uh, any last words before we get out of here? Subscribe, rate, and review. Call to the booth. Check us out. Yeah. See y'all next time.